Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Motocross Preview Podcast Show. Thanks for listening. Lakewood coming up this weekend, and uh, certainly lots to talk about when it comes to fantasy. We deal with the Motocross Fantasy League on this show because the Rocky Mountain Fantasy is only Supercross, and Moto Dynasty isn't up for, for the outdoors. So Motocross Fantasy only. It's four riders. Different four each week, handicap league as well, and uh, there's lots to uh, talk about and lots to debate when it comes to this uh, league because uh, it takes a lot of skill in this. And motor and the motocross series itself is radically different than supercross, so it's fun to discuss it. And we're going to try to help you win it, uh, win cash prizes if you're in our industry idiots league, or just win prizes outright if you're in any other league at Motocross Fantasy. And do you ride a stock bike? No. And why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. High-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. N-Fab.com, the Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM team, is a part of uh, NFAB's a part of them, as well as the JGR Suzuki guys, of course. Uh, great quality products for trucks, and uh, we appreciate NFAB for coming on. They sponsor this, a lot of teams, and they sponsor the sport. So if you need something for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, please check them out. Also, Pro Taper. Whether it's the Rockstar Energy Husky team that just inked Dean Wilson to a new deal, JGR Suzuki team, worldwide Rockstar Husky uh, Energy team, uh, or uh, Geico Honda, Pro Taper Bar, whether it's Jason Anderson or Bradshaw, Pro Taper can be trusted to provide revolutionary products that continue to set the industry benchmark for others to follow. The Fusion Bar, the one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, micro bar that's uh, standard on the KJSC guys are just a few examples of how Pro Taper continues to push the limits and reinvent the way all of us experience riding on motorcycles, protaper.com, Scott Sports as well, uh, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit, the Rocky Mountain KTM guys, uh, many others. Christoph Purcell kicking off this weekend. He'll be in Scott's up in Canada. Scott Sports, the new prospect goggle. Please check it out. Uh, follow him on Instagram and Twitter, at Scott Motorsports. And then finally, the Rocky Mountain guys as well on board with us. Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Uh, go to rmfantasysx.com if you want to play the fantasy game starting in 2018 Supercross. But just go there anyways to buy something. If you need it, they've got it as well. So we thank all those guys for uh, being a big part of our show. And we thank you guys for listening and downloading. Got the latest stats a little while ago, and it was... Uh, Almost 9,000, I think, or something of you guys listen or download this show each week. So a lot of uh, strong interest in fantasy, motocross, or supercross. So to talk to you about how we did at Glen Helen, who we would pick for Lakewood coming up. First up from Fly Racing, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Nothing. Uh, I'm not going to have the best of moods because, uh, yeah, most of my team decided that they wouldn't race two motos this weekend. They would do parts of one or parts of another or not one at all. So... Um, if my tone is suffering, that's uh-huh. why. Um, are you going to give us a quitter speech again, or should we go back last week's show where you went on about quitting? You know what? I'm on teetering on the edge. I could lose. I could lose uh, sanity at any moment. I mm-hmm. might go into some rant. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm really unsure. I'm one of those crazy people that at any moment they could just go off the deep end, and you know, I'm not going to open fire in a shopping mall or anything. Right. But uh, I could insult someone. Also uh, from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, uh, former national winning, national championship winning mechanic, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. How are you? How'd, how'd we do, Paul? We'll get into it, but how, overall, how'd we do? 
Uh, okay, okay. I had a decent week, and I moved up overall. So um, I'm I'm a, I'm fine with you're, you're, where I'm at. You're better so than JT. Two rounds in. I like you less now, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also on the line from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? How are you? Terrible. I'm with JT, and I will rant. Well, I want to let you guys know that uh, John Ames just heard that Steve Mathis was talking a lot of shit on him last week. And it wasn't even me because I didn't pick him for the opener. But you guys all got me in trouble. And his fuel boiled in the second moto. So we'll talk about this week because I got John. Oh, yeah. What happened? I got John Ames this week. Motor blew up. They didn't have a spare. Oh, okay. But I just want you to All know right. I'm taking the bullets for JT and Dan being upset at John Ames. So You know what I see? I see four DNFs. So <laughs> okay. I see four DNFs. So that's what I see. So well, we can get it we can get into that and I, I first I'd like to apologize. I know Nick probably doesn't listen, but Nick Way, I'd like to apologize for some of the texts I sent you during the first four fifty moto when Tedder pulled off. So <laughs> okay. I would like to uh I would like to apologize to Nick for All some right. of the things that I said. Okay. So. Okay, apology accepted. <laughs> uh, Dan, how did uh, AC, Chad Reed, Hayden Melross, Jordan Smith do this week in the Industry Idiots League? Uh, Hayden Melross did really good. He actually got top 10 overall for the whole site. Um, so Hayden had the best week of everybody. Um, AC was, again, the worst. Um, I would say uh, Chad and uh, Chad and Jordan were pretty close. Jordan was second again. Jordan's actually having a pretty good year so far, uh-huh. um, but don't let anybody fool you. Jordan takes fantasy sports very serious. He plays fantasy golf and football and and everything else. So he okay. does his he does his homework. So, but um, I'll give Chad credit. He uh, he picked his team all on his own. He even tweeted that he has no idea who some of these guys are. Um, he asked me about some of the names. Um, he didn't know who any of them were. Right. And he just went off at times. And he had uh, a bunch of quitters just like we did. Um, and AC's doing the worst so far. Yeah, I don't. AC's must. I think he's picking his team really early, and then um, just because he has to race. And the problem is, is Justin adds people like Saturday after practice and stuff. Right. right. And AC AC's not getting the chance to pick those guys. So <laughs> in his defense, I do look at his team, and and he has got he has a great team on Friday or Thursday of the guys you can pick. Yep. But. You know he's not going to go check times after practice, you know, and right. and change his team. Well, J- JT did. JT raced nationals and also checked times after practice. So. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, he did. But I mean, a- AC is uh, he's doing the best he can when the picks are available. You know, I mean, but so, uh, a lot of guys weren't on the list on Saturday. Yeah, and to so. give AC a break, Chad and Hayden and Jordan Smith aren't racing. Exactly what you said. So, yeah, that's um, no excuse. exactly. So. You got plenty of time. There's plenty. <laughs> there's not even day, there's not even daytime qualifiers anymore. I had to deal with daytime qualifiers <laughs> yeah. and make my picks. <laughs> that's a good point. You had a four lap moto to get to. I did. Um, uh, we should uh, get AC on here one week and discuss his fantasy strategy. <laughs> All right, so motocross fantasy, Glenn Helen, after eight, absolutely terrible uh, uh, opener for me at Hangtown where I, I didn't really research the practice times and made my picks standing by you guys in, in 20 seconds. I feel like I somewhat rebounded. Uh, Paul, 463 score. Yeah, that's, uh, or- I mean... I re- okay. Average, I, guess. I had 360 last week, so so you improved. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was more than me. It was more than me. I got 455, but I mean, I I had a pretty bad week. So all right, I went uh, Mark Worth, Worth, and he was worth it. 
100 points. He had, was the number one scorer of the week. He qualified, I want to say, 23rd or something. Um, so he was uh, definitely a little bit of a surprise. He's going to Canada now, so we won't see him again. But I took advantage of that. 100 points. Uh, Bradley Taft, I had him as well, second overall in the 250s, 86 points. Gustavo Souza was next. I did not have him. Moseman, Moseman was after that. Jerry, Jerry Robin. Then Nico Izzy. Did not pick any of those. But I had Worth and Taft. I had Sean Cantrell, who was a four. And I also had John Ames, who got me 11. Mm. 11 points for John Ames. So that was my team in 250s. And again, I kind of went off practice times a little bit. Um, I thought Taft would do well. I thought that was – he had to be been number one pick, huh, Dan? Taft was? No, Taft wasn't the number one pick. Just oh, okay. because people, people weren't sure that, you know – like barely been riding – yeah, but when you look yeah, at Jake, he qualified well, and he's on a team, and so I feel like he'd I know, be. No, but I, yeah, and maybe I knew too much. I think this is one of the cases where I knew too much because I knew he'd only been riding a couple weeks. He wasn't even planning on racing this race. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's fine. I'm going, I'm saying number one pick for the general population because he's a name, he's back, he was a 13. You know, I, I thought that peop, most people would get on that train. Very frustrating for um, me. So, um, okay, so. Worth, Taft, Cantrell, and Ames. Ames has screwed me again. If he if Ames gets points this weekend in Thunder Valley, all four of us are probably going to be very, very upset uh, if he kills it. But, uh, Dan, who'd you have? I won't be upset. I'm riding the Ames train, the DNF train. I'm going for six in a row. <laughs> I mean, at some point he's got to finish one of these, right? I mean, um, Is he going to Colorado even? Yeah, who knows? We'll find out, I guess. But, um, Dan, who'd you have? I, I- I also went with Mark Worth uh, against everybody that I talked to who said he would, you know, he would be the bike flipping down the hill. Yep. Um, I I just couldn't pass it up at a 20, so I went with Worth. I also went with Taft. Um, I went with Jerry Robin. Oh, I was nice. Actually texting, I was texting his mechanic and team during the moto, and um, Lars actually texted us during the race and said that Robin pulled off, and I texted his mechanic a lot of mean things and said no heart and I can't believe he pulled off and uh he was Lars was kidding and he actually got nineteen nineteen and I uh I had to apologize to that mechanic as well. So um but yeah my last pick was a real letdown with McAdoo. Uh, I thought uh-huh. that at an eight he would be pretty good and um he was looking for fifty points. Paul texted me during the moto and was like, Hey you're gonna get two hundred and I said, Ah, it's not over and then McAdoo went flipping down the hill. Then it was over. Yeah. Um, uh, it was a it was a bad crash. I mean, luckily he's okay. Yeah, he's fine. I cannot pick Robin outdoors on that team with with the motor guy and all. I can't. I I can't. But good job by him. Good job. Yeah, I mean, the the three guys I picked were 186 and 72. Yeah. Um, you know, I was trying to decide between like McAdoo and McElrath, which were the safe picks I thought. And uh, I mean, McAdoo just finishes where he's at. I, I have a really great weekend, so I'm not that bummed. Like Paul said, I think we're okay after two rounds mm-hmm. where we need to be in the series. Uh, so. Paul, who'd you have? Well, I scored 222 in 250 class. Um, I had hold tapped. on, hold on a second. I thought, Paul, did someone hit what? you with like a trank gun or something, like a, a rhino tranquilizer? No, why? You're very, you're very. Very soft-spoken and very – I feel like I'm like oh. watching PBS or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree I'm relaxed with that. over here, bro. <laughs> you, Pro Taper, very relaxing company to work for. <laughs> trying try not to get too worked up. Um, um, all right, who'd you have? Yeah, uh, Bradley Taft. And I, I like JT. I knew a little bit about it, but 
um, I don't know. I guess I just believe in him. And uh, I think JT was, we were talking during the race and we were worried if he was going to pull off and I was a firm believer he wasn't going to pull off and he didn't. So I'm happy he didn't. Um, there's not a lot of guys out there that do that these days, it seems, but he did not pull off. So shows some character in him. He scored 86. I had Jerry Robin who got 72. He did good. Which that's the first time I've ever picked Jerry Robin in a fantasy game. I think ever. Oh wow! Ever ever. Oh wow! And uh, I, I just I went with Dan's famous saying: uh, "I don't win these things by being a pussy." So I picked Jerry Robin, and then uh, I had McElrath, who was who was fine, 64. But the big letdown was Kyle Cunningham, and he got me a fat donut. Um, I thought I was sneaky by passing on him at Hangtown, so I was going to take him to Glen Helen and be the hero, and he crashed. All right, JT. So, uh, here we go. Uh, Mark Worth, good job. Uh, number one pick. I'm happy with how he did. Um, so, yeah, I nothing but good things to say about him. Rensland, um, <clears throat> I don't know what the hell he did in the second moto. First moto was okay. Like, he got a decent amount of points, um, well within double points, and, and I was happy with it. He, he faded back a little bit, but I was all right with it. Second moto, he was doing well, and I don't know what happened. DNF, something. I, I, don't, I still don't know what he did. Um, but that's two kind of not we- good weekends in a row for him, so I don't know what to make of Renslin at this point. I had Van Martin, um, and that's a you know a, probably a low percentage pick for most people, uh, but I, I know he's not a quitter. Um, he's one of those guys where he may not be the fastest guy, he may not get you 50 points, but I can count on him to finish the race, and he's going to move up. Uh, into double points, and I, I he did that, and I felt strongly about it. Um, he was just inside it. Don't get me wrong. You know, he was like 20, 24, 25 points or whatever uh, per moto, but it was one of those guys where it could have really, really paid off if he had done well. Um, as it was, it was a, a decent pick, but not great. Uh, and then my fourth was Cunningham, who I was in the same boat as Paul. Um, I felt lucky that he, you know, it didn't work out for him in Hangtown. And then, um, as is true to form for Kyle, he crashed out in DNF both motos at Glen Helen. So I don't know what's going on with Cunningham. I thought he had kind of put the crashes behind him. He seemed like he'd figured it out in Supercross. But, alas, here we are, four motos in, and he has not finished a moto. JT, aren't you scared shitless like I am of picking Jerry Robin with a team and the bike and outdoors? Um, yeah, I picked him once in Supercross, yeah, and I, I saw too. him quit yeah. for no reason. Uh-huh. Um, so that, I was pretty much done with him at that point. Uh, and then I just know he's had a myriad of issues that go on with him, whether it's him or the bike, and both sides blaming each other, uh, which means that I'm just going to completely step away from the situation. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I picked him in Supercross a couple times. He paid off. A couple times he didn't. But outdoors, man, no thank you. No yeah, it's thank like, you. It's like having a crazy girlfriend yeah. at some point. like. She's so tempting, and maybe she's super hot, but she's so crazy that you just have to completely step away from the situation at yeah. some point. That's kind of how I feel about Jerry Robin. Well, good job to, to Dan and Paul on that. So um, Yeah, it paid off. I, I have nothing good to report about this weekend from my fantasy other than Mark Worth. Uh, all right, 450s from Glenn Helen on the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. Paul, I want to thank you for recommending the Dylan <laughs> Epstein pick. Thank you, because... Yeah. You, you, you and I were talking in the press tent, and you said, I have a feeling that this guy's going to, Epstein's going to do pretty well um, today. And oh, I, thanks w- for that insight. I would not have really that. thought, I would probably, I don't know if I would have picked him or not. He qualified okay. I might have, but uh, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, I'll take him. And he was number two pick after Justin Heft. Uh, so in the 450 class, uh, Epstein with 90 points. I had him. I had Austin Kuba with 46, a little bit of my heart pick. 
because Koba. uh uh Koba, uh because I like him. He's a good dude. I talk to him. So and he's not a quitter either, by the way. No, he's not. I I scream at him every morning before the national that he better not quit. Yeah. I haven't even picked him yet. <laughs> he he, he just him. he just motos. Yeah, he just goes out there and just rides rides for thirty plus two. Uh Zach Bell wasn't my next pick and I was thinking um desert guy. Glenn Helen has a 24-hour race. Perhaps he had been there. I don't know. But I picked Zach Bell. And uh, maybe he did the 24-hour race at Glenn Helen. Had a lot of time on it. And my next guy was another Idaho guy. Morgan Berger. Picked him as well. 31 points. So a steady team. Nothing great. But everybody finished. And everybody got me points. Oh, Morgan Berger DNF'd, I think. But he, he redeemed himself in the second moto. So I did just okay in this class. Uh, JT, how'd you do? Terrible. I would say in a word I did terrible. Uh, I had Zach Bell, who, speaking of 24 hours, I, I hope someone drives him out to the desert for 24 hours and leaves him there for not riding the second moto. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know what he did. I don't know why he didn't race, but I would appreciate it if uh, he would line up when I do pick him. That would be spectacular if he would ride his dirt bike in a two-moto format uh, in both of those motos. Uh, Justin Heft, I had. That was a great pick. That was kind of my mark worth of the of the 450. Uh, he rode incredibly well. Really, really happy with him. Even if I didn't pick him, he deserves to be commended. He rode incredibly well. Uh, Dylan Merriam, uh, he came through, which we had a giant celebration in our group text about him getting double points in the first moto. And then the second moto, he had broken toes, I guess, so he didn't ride. Um, I didn't know he had broken toes, so I may have said some mean things about him. Still not pleased he didn't ride, but don't worry, uh, it'll it'll, guess, ju- it'll just be like, oh, Mathis talk shit on him. Don't worry, you can. Well, yeah, I guess he. No, I didn't do it publicly or anything. Um, I mean, broken toes, I guess, are broken toes, and I, I can't really blame him too much. But I definitely was bummed that he didn't line up the second moto. Uh, I was not. I was to say I was not happy at the time would be a incredible understatement. Um, and then my last guy, uh, I'm trying to find. I can't find. Um, Hmm, sorry, I'm having a hard time finding my fourth guy, but I know it wasn't good. We need to show JT the screen that shows the green check marks. Well, I'm not looking at my computer, so. Uh, okay. Oh. All right. Uh, Paul, who'd you have? Uh, I had, well, let me first tell you how much I scored. Okay. I did. I got 268 um, in 450 class, which was okay. I had Justin Heft and stoked on that kid, obviously. And, and the cool part was I texted my buddy Chance, who is friends with um, with him, and I was like, hey, how do you think he'll do today? And he's like, ah, probably not good. His bike's a pile. Okay. And I was like, yeah, it is a Yamaha, so it is probably a pile. Um, and, but I picked him anyway, and he got 100 points, so yeah. awesome, awesome job to Justin Heft. Uh, Dylan Epstein was my other one, our Cowie guy. He got 90, so that was great. Um, I took Dakota Tedder, who was a 20, and he qualified well. He always rides Glen Helen. Um, I would Thought he had some family around, maybe. I don't know. I just thought, you know, I'm going to pick Tedder this weekend. Hopefully he doesn't quit. And I don't know what happened the first moto, but I would assume he quit because he rode the second moto pretty good. And he stayed out there the whole time, and he ended up getting a point even for himself. So that shows you that if you stay the course, good things happen. And he got a lot of points the second moto, but the first moto not so great. But, he, you know, 53, that's okay. That's fine. He salvaged. Um and then I had Dylan Merriam also, who I was never off my pick after uh, off my team after practice. I thought he was a shoe in. Um, I've seen the kid a bit before, like in Supercross, and he seems to be a a tough kid. I've seen him at at uh, at, at Southern California tracks, and 
Um, I thought he would do better, but yeah, uh, as JT uh, let us know, he had an injury, so um, he only got points in that first moto, but he did come from way back to get some points in the first moto. So um, decent. I, I think I did better in 450 than I did in 250. I definitely missed out on the on the work worth pick in 250, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, okay, steady weekend, I guess. So all right, I found my fourth guy, okay. Christian Craig. Oh, bummer. Could have killed it. Yeah. Uh, he go. was a four. That hurt me. That was 50 points that were down the drain. Yeah, he was a four and probably would have got another 50. He got 50. Yep. Yeah. yeah, with yeah. with his second moto. Because I think yeah. he, so it was, he was, it was just a shit show for me. Um, like, even, you know, my guys didn't line up. Zach Bell doesn't line up. Miriam doesn't line up. Christian Craig's killing it. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll sneak out 100 points in this last moto. No, no. Nope. Christian Craig decided. Well, I mean, obviously he was doing really well in crash, but that hurt. It hurt badly. Okay, so industry idiots after four motos in each class, uh, where are you guys at? Can you pull that up real quick? I'm uh, 836 points. I am 74th, and I think there's about 120 guys, Dan. Yeah, 114 guys. Okay. First of all, Merriam has seven other toes. Like, he didn't need those three toes for a second moto. <laughs> all right. Here, here we go. I mean, like... I mean, you, you've, uh, I'm so frustrated with these guys. I, I had everybody I had DNF. They didn't even finish. And I didn't pick Cass or SG. Like, I'm a loser. I, I deserve to lose. So, I'm not happy. I picked Ronnie Stewart for outdoors. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, he was really dude, good the second moto. Yeah, so second moto. New Jersey when he was, he started uh, like yellow fourth. Tom Baggett said if he did in the top 20, he would get Tom Baggett would fix his trailer hitch, and I think that was the motivation for him. Well, he he's my best pick of the day, which isn't good. Oh, I, I texted. Uh, yeah. Dan, did we didn't, well, we didn't cover how you did? I'm sorry, I didn't ask. Ah, uh, it's all good. It it was terrible. Okay, so Ronnie, had, uh, Ronnie Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I had Ronnie Stewart, who actually was my best pick of the day. He was decent. I passed on Heft and Epstein just because I didn't know Epstein was in the top 15 at Hangtown both motos and and didn't do good. So I just assumed he was not in shape or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wrong. Um, my next guys were Tedder. Who was terrible? Miriam, who was terrible, and Zach Bell, who was terrible. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, ho- hopefully, all those guys got jobs this week, and uh, yeah, we'll have to pick them again. Um, so. Okay, so how are we doing overall? I'm 74th out of 116 guys, or whatever Dan said. That's not good. No, nah, I'm I'm inside the top 30. I think I'm 29th. 29th. So. All right. Yeah, and that's for the overall because I think you guys are talking about different things. No, yeah. Over, no, we're talking about overall for our money league. Our money league industry idiots yeah. after two races. Oh, I'm talking. Okay, well, we should probably talk about the overall for the whole thing. No, I, I don't know, because I, I no, I think I'm only. Steve playing. doesn't. Steve Steve doesn't pay the twenty five bucks. No, oh, yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I don't. That's that's what he doesn't do. Okay, yeah, I want the free. I want I want twenty five bucks free from Justin for talking about this janky league every week. Otherwise, forget <laughs> it. I'm out. Um, <laughs> It's a matter of principle at this point. So okay, okay. Well, I have nine forty three. But my first weekend was really good. My second weekend is was completely terrible. In uh, my third weekend, I'm going to be in Japan, so I'm going to drink so much sake that I just don't give a damn. Okay, um, all right. You'll probably pick Carmichael because <laughs> you'll be sitting with him, and then you'll just look for Carmichael. Um, well, hopefully, he's not on the list, but you never know with this league. Right. So okay. So Paul, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm in fourth. Oh, uh, nice. I got a good work. Thousand sixty three. Good work, bro. Yep. Yeah. Way to go, Paul. We're all real proud of you. Everybody uh, listening thanks, thinks thanks. All, us industry peop- all us industry people are the ones winning this stuff. Week one, uh, firemen from 
uh, Miami that knows nothing about dirt bikes won. He's a policeman. Um, and he got, be funny. <laughs> or a policeman, a- sorry. And he got like 50th this weekend. Um, and then my friend Cole, who doesn't know anything about dirt bikes and should never be on two wheels, he won this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and he's winning the overall. He's a fireman. So, yeah, and he is a fireman, actually. Well, he was a fireman. He got fired. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> he rode a street bike one time, went to the hospital. He rode a dirt bike one time, went to the hospital. Went to the hospital, and now he's no longer a fireman either. Wow, he sounds really down Poor on guy. his luck. He needs to win this thing. Um, yeah, that's he's focusing, what he obviously. He's leading the whole damn thing. Fantasy was built for him. Yeah. Um, so, at High Point, we got Dean Ferris coming out. Uh, but for this week in uh, Lakewood, I can't think of anybody who's dropping in. Am I missing somebody either class, you guys? Rob, I, I believe Robert Fitch is racing. He's been, uh, he bought some products this week. I believe he's racing. Okay, all I'm, right. I'm being, I'm, be, I'm being serious. He's gotten points there before. Um, so yeah, he's from there, right? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, um, he lives in Colorado. Is uh, what's the guy that did G, that did works and gave Red Dog all he wanted? <laughs> Summers. Kyle Summers. It's called Summers. It's called Kyle Summers, Summers. Racer. Because no, that was uh, <laughs> that was not even in this decade. Yeah, but boy, uh, he could show up at Lakewood. Had, put it to a guy. Timmy had no idea who he was. No, no idea who that guy. Steve, was. I'm not racing either. In case you're wondering. <laughs> no idea, but Kyle Summers put in some motos. Morocco's out too. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So two fifties. Let's go two fifties first from uh, from the uh, from Lakewood NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. Uh, JT NFAB stuff on your truck, yep, holding up truck well. Sweet. And uh, and of course your prospect goggles from Scott that you'll be wearing in Japan. Yep. I have a NFAB leg badges on my uh, gear as a favor to uh, oh, Mr. Wow. NFAB himself. Okay. Thomas Victor. And I'm angry about your prospect goggle choice for uh, Japan, but it is uh, does work out for this show. So, And then um, maybe you'll have some Pro Taper bars on. Comes Coming stock on RMZ? Uh, it's going to be a, that work spike, so I don't even know what they are uh, what they use. Are you wearing Fox in the, at that thing in Japan, JT? Uh, no, I like my job. I tried to tell him <laughs> that RC said everybody had to wear Fox. He was not fi- fighting a joke. He was not going for that joke. Uh, RC, oh, okay. RC made everybody wear Fox, but no, not true. Um, why did Jake Weimer just call me right now? What does he want? Maybe he wants in on the fantasy show? Um, I don't think so. Close. I tried to get him in on it. Okay, all right, let's go. Uh, 250s from Lakewood. Oh, and also two Rocky Mountain guys. Thanks for coming on board with this show. Um, Kyle Cunningham's a 14, everybody. <laughs> now, what? Cunningham's oh a 14. He's a 14. There's no way he can race. But. I can't pick him. Yeah, no, he's bullshit. got. He's going to race. He's got a spleen issue. He can't race. Well, I don't think his he's spleen was race. actually broken or, or bleeding. I think he races. He didn't finish either moto healthy as can be. You think he's going to finish with a with a whatever he's got going no, on? I did. He doesn't have a spleen anymore. He's got, got half no, a liver. No, I think I, I think everything checked out okay, JT. Um, but he's on an RMZ that's modified at altitude. So and he's Kyle Cunningham. I don't like that combination of all of that, um, but a fourteen is is tasty. Um, yeah, you're crazy. Please, I everybody, pick, pick Cunningham. That no, can. I, I would pick him if I could. <laughs> like a moth to a flame. Paul would pick him if he could. Um, I would. And always, as always, people check after practice and uh, see the results. See the results of timing because there will be guys added each and every week that show up for these nationals. So uh, Mitchell Oldenburg is out, broken collarbone. So keep that in mind. He's a four, but uh, do not pick him. Um, and other than that, Jordan Smith is also not back yet, right? Is that he is back for high point? Correct. 
News to me. I yeah, don't know. Dan? Yeah. Well, hopefully he comes back yeah. soon because he's doing too good in this game. Yeah. Dan, Jordan Smith back at high point? Jordan Smith back at high point. Okay, so he's not racing. All right, so I'll start with you, JT. What? Who do you like? John Ames. Got one name for you. I got one name, and Ames is it. <laughs> he's a 20. <laughs> yep. Put uh, me on that train. And I will uh, – I'm not sure if you've ever heard about the bad things that originated in Japan that happened to America, but John Ames does not want to be a part of that if he DNFs both motos this weekend. <laughs> I can't pick John Ames, but I hope, he, I hope you guys do, and I hope he continues to suffer. Um, Paul, is John Ames on your list? Yeah, I can pick him if he's there. I'm picking him. Dan, are you going back to the Ames train? Yep, I'm uh, bringing a suitcase full of Yamaha YZ250F parts, wheels, engine, <laughs> brake pads, all kinds of stuff. Me over there working on that bike. <laughs> so John Ames is a 20, and uh, three of our four experts uh, say to pick John Ames, even though he's gone DNF all four motos. Um, yeah. We got to give we got to give Nico Izzy a little credit. The guy's finished all four motos. And he's been one of the top fantasy picks both weekends so far. I, I agree. Um, I got to give him a little bit of credit. I mean, I know he hasn't gotten points, but fantasy-wise what, is what we're talking, and, and he's been a good fantasy pick. And, we, so ta- and we, uh, you know, we talked about him on our Pulp Show. Like, yeah, he's gone through so much in his life and a lot, a lot of struggles, but the guy has not quit in four motos. He's not gotten a point either, but it's, you know, a guy like that, uh, quitting is one of the worst things you can do just in general, and he has not quit, so props to him for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's not. we know he's not on the best program or bike or any of that stuff, and for him to finish, so, I give him credit. And, I mean, he's he's on my radar this weekend for sure. I mean, he's an 18. He's finished inside the top 25 all, you know, all four motos. Uh-huh. I feel like that, I mean, that would pay off both motos. You know what I mean? If he went, even if he went 24-25 again. Yep. So, uh, do we know for sure you know, he's going to be there? Yeah, he's doing all the races. Um, I talked to him oh. at Hangtown. I mean, that's the plan is to essentially ride himself into shape, you know? Um, so. Okay. Okay, so um, maybe Luke Renslin with a rebound race at 11? Uh, Luke Cavern yeah, McAdoo? I, I, like I like taking picks after JT struggles with them because you know they must have a more favorable handicap. Mm-hmm. That's cute, and and I feel like it would make JT really mad to do well with someone that he picked the previous week. So I, I Renslin's all over my radar. Yeah, I would pick Renslin if I could. I just I just got hosed. Um, but I'll get him a high point, so you can suck on that. I might right, actually pick an eight. I, that's still pickable. Who is? Yeah, sorry. Taft's Taft, the eight. Yep. That's still pickable. I think. Yeah. All right, uh, Dan, give me your four. Um, is McAdoo racing? I mean, I know he had a. I heard he had a big leg contusion or something. I don't know what that means. I think he's fine. But, I think he's fine. Okay. Um, I like McAdoo. Bruce, I can't yeah. pick him, but but for the people that can, can pick him, uh, I think McAdoo's a good pick. I like Renslin. I like Nico Izzy, um, and I like Cunningham. Um, those would be my four today if I had to pick. Cunningham would be your fourth. Yes. Wow. I mean, okay. I may substitute. I may substitute Ames in there. R- realistically, I don't know if Ames is going. You know what I mean? Like that's. I don't know that it was in their plan to go start going that way, East Coast. So, right. Okay. Um, if I, if Ames is there, legitimately, then I, I'll pick Ames. Uh, Paul, what about your four? You gonna go JT's four from last week? Um. Yeah. What were those? I'll, I, I like Ames. I would take uh, Cunningham for sure if I could, but I can't. Mm-hmm. But he's he would be my two. 
Um, I agree with Dan on McAdoo. And then, yeah, Renslin is the last one. So what, uh, what about Jerry Robin at a 13? Is it, what was he last uh, week? I, what was he last week? He was a 15. He was a 15. Okay. 15. Um, 15. I'm still staying away for all those reasons I, I, clear, I clarified. But is he somebody, Paul, that you could recommend? I would. I would. I mean, I obviously just had success with him at Glen Helen, but but the mechanic in me says stay away from him. I mean, they have a, a hard enough time getting that bike to run and finish at, at normal elevation, mm-hmm. and so I would say that that it's way above their realm of of uh, expertise to get that thing to run at, at elevation. So no. Okay. All right, Kyle Cunningham seems to be the uh, the outlier here, and John Ames, I guess. But JT, you're going John Ames. I mean, I'm all in. Yeah. Yes. You're in. All right. If I'm picking on my team on Wednesday, like Cincerillo does, Ames is on it. Um, okay. Um, 450s from Lakewood. Dakota Alex is a nine. I feel like – did he get – He's been a nine every week. Has he? Okay. I felt like that was changing. Um, Heath Harrison's an 11. He's been getting better. 13th in the second moto. That's your sleeper, bro. Uh, it is my sleeper guy, but – how much of that 13th was due to six dudes not finishing that might, may have beat him? All of it. Maybe not six, but you know what I mean? Uh, Tomac, Grant. Um, Craig. Craig. There's three guys that probably beat him. Put him back to uh, Zach Bell. I don't know about that. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Pike's a two, and he's been good, man. Uh, and this track's not as rough as Glen Helen because he said he had a hard time holding on with his wrist and everything. But this track's a, this track's fairly smooth uh, compared to Glen Helen and Hangtown. So maybe Pike can do something. A two is is looking pretty good for me. Uh, Sealy's a zero. Probably not enough upside there. Alex Ray's not going. So th- remember that people. He's a nineteen. Um, and what about this Tomita guy um, back from injury, riding factory Honda bike, kind of off the side of the truck? Cooper Webb's a one. Do we know if Cooper, what Cooper Webb's deal is? Anybody? No, as I said on the Pulp Show, somebody told me he's okay and the bike was okay. And another person told me, I have no insight for you. So. I have insight. Okay. <laughs> I was told he, he was mentally beat. That's what that's what I was told he said. Uh, whether that's true or not, right. uh, I don't know. But so, but okay. I heard that he, he, he was just frustrated that, you know, he's he's not performing to where he feels that he should be performing. And, uh, yeah, it was tough to see him pull off. That's the truth, you know? But. Well, in regards to fantasy, though, that means highly motivated Cooper Webb at a one, right? On a on a smoother track where he should be happier with his motorcycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think, I think, I think we see probably... Cooper. I, Go ahead, Dan. Sorry. I, I think we see Cooper get better starting at high point. I think uh, on the I'll hold bike? off on Cooper. Okay. Yeah. And just going east and stuff, I, I, I'm going to hold off on Cooper there. I think there's still some long shots you can gamble with uh, this week. I, I don't think Mosman's a bad pick out of 14. I mean, he's gotten points in two of the four motos, and the other two he's been right there, you know. So uh-huh. I think guys like I think guys like Mosman are a good pick. Uh, Blake Baggett's won this race twice, I believe. Um, I don't think he's a terrible pick. I think we've seen the Blake Baggett we're going to start to see the rest of the summer last weekend. So, I mean, Baggett's probably on my team right now. Okay. A single points four. Is he not a minus one? No. No, a single. Sorry, point. I, single points four. I sorry, I screenshotted it. I thought it was a minus one. No, that's why I was I was kind of okay. confused too. Uh, Ro- okay. Reese, sorry. Reese sorry. Carter and Cody Cooper, I don't think are going to be there. 
keep that in mind. Um, Pike, I like that. Nobody Pike at a two JT? No, not enough. I don't know, man. I feel like he could do okay, but I feel like last weekend was the weekend where you got your value out of him okay. for the fifth overall. All right. I mean, it's not a bad pick. Don't get me wrong. He he will probably go something like seven eight, which is that's a good pick for sure. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's a, yeah. a home run or anything. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, who? I'll, I'll go Webb. I'll go Webb. Just because I know what Dan's saying. They're hoping to get the 2018 bike and get it under him and all that. But uh, I think he'll be motivated this weekend to, to get back on it. And there's a better track for his bike. Fast. The bike's very fast in your altitude as well. So I'll go Webb with a rebound at that one. I like that. Um, and I'll go Pike at two. I don't know. I, I feel like. I don't know. Paul, who do you like? Um, I, I think Tickle at a double points one is pickable. I mean, do you guys see him doing getting out, out of the top ten at all? I mean, so, like, I think he's getting double points. There's just not a lot of upside with the one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, mean, I guess maybe you're hoping, best-case scenario, he does, like, a 5-5 five, five or something like that, which I think is tick, tickleable, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I would look at him and – this one, for some way, this one is intriguing me, but JT will shoot this down quickly. But what about Brandon Scherer at a 15? Oh he just no. said, oh, boy. I mean, yeah, I know, because he's had a bad run-ins with him in the past, but I think he's lookable this weekend. He's lookable. Um, he's lookable. He's lookable. I say lookable because you got to look at practice times. And, yeah. and what I was going to talk about it was Cooper uh, earlier when, when Dan was speaking was um, – is I think you'll know what you're going to get out of Cooper in practice, just how we did in Supercross. Like, if the guy's in the top five in practice, then pick him. He's going to be in the hunt. But if mm-hmm. he's qualifying where he's been, then don't pick him. It's pretty simple, like, with him. I don't think there's much surprise. All right. Um, so. so, what about Heath Harrison on 11? Uh, Again, anybody, any interest in that? Can I drum that up? Dan? Um, yeah, my dog? Yeah, I, I don't hate it, but, I mean... It's tough because at Hangtown he went I think, 2020, you know, or something like that. Yeah. So it's there's not a lot of upside, but there are some guys that are aren't racing, like you said, Cooper and Carter. I don't believe Pellegrini's racing. Um, I, so I think there are going to be some guys out. So maybe look farther back this week. Right. Um, there might be some 18s yeah. or 20s guys like Ronnie Stewart again might be an okay pick. Um, his handicap went down a little bit, but he could still pay off. Uh, you know, he, he's one of the guys who who probably won't quit. If you no had to, what. Dan, if you had to pick Ronnie Stewart or Dakota Tedder, who do you pick? Ronnie Stewart, all day long. Okay, because he's 17, Dakota's an 18. So, yeah, I mean Dakota probably has a little more speed and stuff, but right. I mean he he, he definitely shows that it's easy. I don't know what happened the first moto. It could have been a bike issue or not. And he rode great the second moto, but um, you know he definitely has more DNFs. One thing for sure, Paul, is uh, the class isn't that deep, is it? No, it's it's not, and that's going to be something that's important to pay attention to practice because, um, like you guys have all mentioned, a lot of the people on this list aren't going to go to Colorado. They were just going to do the first two West Coasts. Um, so you're going to get a lot of new guys that you can look at, but then I think that puts more value in the guys that have raced the first two rounds that are, are at Colorado that maybe are a higher handicap. Maybe they, uh-huh. they do better because they have four motives of experience already this season. Um, so I don't know who those guys are looking at this list. Yeah. I have no clue who's showing up and who's not. So, uh, JT, who do you like? Um, man, there's not a lot of great picks. There isn't, right? Um, I think it's it's going to be one of those weekends where you are trying to get value out of. You're hoping that these guys come through and and get 
closer to like a four or five finish than they do like an eight nine. Uh, guys like Sealy, guys like Tickle, guys like excuse me, Weston Pike, Webb. Um, I think those are the guys where I'm going to end up with. And you're just hoping that, like I said, you get they get you know four, five, six, seven, eight, or whatever, um, and not that ten or eleven spot because you just don't get much out of it at that point. But I don't see the the 18s and 20s that um, should pay off really well. There's obviously guys that could like Sharer, um, who else? Ronnie Stewart, Tedder, but those guys are so risky. Uh, you you run into the risk of what happened to me last weekend, where you end up with you know 60 to 80 point motos, which just crush you. If Justin Heff shows up, and we're not sure he is, SoCal dude, full privateer, that five is not enough, right? He killed it at Glen Helen, but is that five enough for you to venture out, JT? I don't think I don't think that's enough. Um, I, to me, that, the value was last week where you had if he got anywhere inside the top twenty, you were you were doing really well. Um, to me, that puts too much pressure on him because he went what eleven thirteen last week. Yeah. Um, that's a really tall order to ask to back that up week to week. And even if he goes 11-13, it's not like you're getting 100 points out of him. You know, you'd only get 30, right. uh, you'd only get 76 if he matched that heroic effort. So right. I just don't think that's a great pick. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. So people don't get seduced by that. Um, all right, my four, Harrison Pike, Ronnie Stewart, Cooper Webb. JT, you're four right now. My four right now would probably be Tickle, Pike, Sealy, and Mosman. Paul? Tickle, Pike, um, Tickle, Pike. Uh, I mean, I, I like the idea of the Cooper Webb, but you would have to look at practice. All right. Um, I guess I'll just say him as a third and then a fourth. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Davalos always does really good at Colorado, but he does. Yeah, it is a better track for him. Washougal in Colorado. Marty's specialties. Um, I don't know. Give me him for now. It's so hard. I need practice times. Um, All right, Dan, four. Uh, Marty always says that his hometown in Ecuador is at altitude. That's why he does good there. But whether that's in his head or not, I don't know. I like Marty out of six. I like Ronnie Stewart, but I can't pick him. I like Weston Pike and Brock Tickle. All right. Sounds good. Uh, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas. Please check them out. And we thank the folks at RacerX for putting this up here. Paul Parabinos. Oh, and Scott Goggles and uh, Rocky Mountain ATV and Pro Taper as well. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. Dan Truman from Get. JT from Fly. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, boys. See you. Later.